What's up? It is Monday, which means it is another edition of Chip and Drip here on the AAT Sports Network. AAT Birds, hanging out with my buddy JD at Ooh and at the D2N Podcast LLC. What is wrong with us? Uh, head trauma. Severe head, head trauma. Head trauma, yo. Facts. Adam already is saying great show. Like that's how excited he is about tonight. He's already saying great show, and I agree because it is going to be a good show. JD, what has happened in the last week? Anything of any excitements? Uh, I just secured some tickets to the first Clemson football game of the year. Okay. At uh at the Georgia Dome. So yeah, kickoff is going to be the Georgia Tech versus Clemson kickoff game. What's popping? You know what I'm saying? Let's get you see. I got my vintage, my vintage Clemson hat on. I get the with the brown with the brown. You know what I'm saying? I'm ready. I'm ready. What's going on okay. with you, Big Chip? Nothing. Did the umpire thing over the weekend, doing the camp thing during the day. Slowly wrapping my mind about going back to school. Slowly. And uh when do you when do you guys go back? Oh, sometime in August. So we go back uh, August 15th. I go back the 22nd, and then the kids come back the 30th. Oh, yeah. So I go back on the 15th. Well, technically, I go back on the 7th, but, you know, you know how that go. I mean. Summer's over for the grown-ups. Yes. Yes. So we got a really cool show tonight. We've got a couple of things. JD knows, like, 25% of the topics I'm going to throw his way. Because um, I'm like, do you want do you want me to surprise you, or do you want – to know what's going on. He's like, tell me some of it. So I literally took a screenshot of my note and I chopped half of it off. Like literally like mid bar of a line, I chopped half off and I went here. So question, because before we jump into this, when is the wheel coming back? Cause people have been asking me about this damn wheel. We're going to bring the wheel back. I don't know why I really stopped it. I just didn't make a wheel this week or last week. And then we took some weeks off before that. So it was kind of just an inadvertent stop, but I really do feel that the wheel will come back when 
there's more than just baseball and training camp. Listen, but there's a lot of stuff going on in training camp, though. Like, it's a Facts. big week. Facts. It's a big week because we, we're going to get to see a lot of these guys. For, yeah, we're going to get to see a lot of these guys for the first time. Like, so right, so I'm in a weird spot because because where I am, I'm in South Carolina. The Panthers that is a weird spot. Oh, the, wait, oh, there was more. Sorry. Yeah, the Panthers <laughs> practice in Spartanburg, which is like five minutes from my house. They practice at Walford. So they're only like right down the street from my house. So normally that's like a big rush. So tomorrow when they start training camp for the Carolina Panthers, there will be a supreme rush down to Spartanburg. And I am not a, a like a Panthers fan whatsoever. But yeah, I think I don't think year, anyone's a Panthers fan. No, we have people like you know, CJ, CJ, our guy, Tap is a is a Panthers fan. But you know, a lot of people that are Panthers fans are from the North Carolina, South Carolina border and weren't young enough to already have a team or old enough to already have a team. So in my case, that's how I became a Steelers fan because there was no team when I was growing up. So my dad was a Steelers fan. So I am there a Steelers fan, and my mom is from the Pittsburgh area. But you're still in South Carolina right now, so like that's still a Pittsburgh fan. Period. Um, <laughs> real quick, let's do the things real quick. We got a lot of really great sponsors that I wanted to shout out. That way, I don't forget to do it. Statement Games, fun free to us on Fantasy Sports. Make sure you are checking out thems. Uh, of course, we have the AAT sportsnetwork.com slash shop with all of our designs. Make sure you are checking that out. Symbol.com stock market for sports. Code is AAT sports when you sign up. We got Vinny's Pizza and Restaurant. We also have stuff to the grills, both in the Iroquois, off the Iroquois Trail in the Old Town Shopping Center. Uh, so make sure you are checking those places out when you are up in the Allentown area. And I want to remind you to subscribe to the YouTube page because once we hit a thousand subscribers, we are giving away a signed B Doc poster. Um, and I know that Twitter doesn't allow comments still, it's been like two years. Um, yep. I don't think that's ever going to happen. So make sure that you are doing out, doing the thing, subscribing. Another thing that we got to plug is we are back to being sponsored by Manscaped, at least for the time being. So it's summer, it's hot. There's probably some chaffage and some sweatage, so I know they have some ball deodorant. Uh, so make sure you're liking that AAT birds when you sign up and uh, get your Manscaped stuff. Your balls will thank you. Damn. Um, I was kind of wishing they never came back just because of that. I think it's like a month-to-month thing now, and you know, it is what it is. However... I'm going to blind both of us for a second because we got a really cool thing happening that we just released today news-wise. So in a couple of weeks, we're going to be hanging out with Hollis Thomas at a live Eagles post-game event. And Hollis appreciated what we did so much that he threw our name out there a little bit. And we are now... Being added on to the ultimate bus trip to FedEx Field. Subtitle, we're coming for you, Carson. So the first time that the Eagles play the Commanders on September 25th, us, the Philly sports guy, Bell and the Birdmen, Bird Gang, E-Rock, 4th and John, 97.5, Philly sports trips, we all are going to be going down to FedEx Field, and you can too. I'm going to put the link on all of the things. Okay, I'm going to put it on right now. Hang on. 
That way you have it. You can sign up. You don't have to pay the full deposit now, but you get travel, food, beverage, tickets. You know when we roll into places, Philly fans roll hard. So make sure that you are signing up for this. And uh, that's all I have to say about that. And JD is really upset because now that he's in South Carolina, we now organize this. Yeah. You know, first of all, I know you guys did this. And I've been, I've been, you know, I've been kind of quiet about it. I haven't really wanted to bring a whole lot of steam and a whole lot of, but no, listen, there's a lot of stuff been going on behind the scenes since I ain't been around. And you know what? I'm starting to get kind of pissed off about it. I'm just going to throw it out there. It's pretty crappy. You know what I'm saying? Well, it's okay because I'm going to plan a trip down to South Carolina and hang out with you. Okay, facts. So, as a resident Steagles fan, I feel like it's only Steagles. right. Sure, sure, Steagles. sure. Yeah, make sure. And make sure that I let that be known. I'm a Steagles fan. So, I figured that one game this year, I'm going to wear a yellow Jordan 1 with a green Jordan 1. So, that mm. way I can show my – and I'm going to wear the Nelson jersey because he played for both teams. So, and I'm going to cut it in so half. he doesn't play for us anymore. Game. Bro, he's still a, it's a throwback, bro. Like, it is what it is. It was a throwback when the dude was still on the team. That dude sucked. Dude, I mean. Zero dude, stars did not recommend. You can't. You can't. They can't Uber not star him, though. <laughs> it's, it's messed up, man. Shout out to the people tuning in because we got a cool show for you guys tonight. So, again, shout out to Adam. Edwards checking in. What's good? Um, Adam, of course, we're going to do the umping stories over the weekend. Shout out to Chris. Shout out to Potter, one of my campers, tuning in because Captain Carl gave him the link. Uh, what's this? Go back to Edward's comment. Edward's comment. What's well, good, guys? I lo- okay. First of all, Edward, love your absolute love your emoji, love your your emoticon. It's very inclusive. Shout out to all the inclusives. That's all I'm gonna say. I'm love. I'm down for everybody. Squad. That's why I'm wearing the brown because I'm down with the brown. Shout out to Max, who is a co-worker at camp with me, and we all know Potter, so we're just having fun with Potter tonight. Um, okay. Potter obviously discovered that he can comment, so we're rocking and rolling. Potter. Potter. It's Potter. Potter. Harry. Potter. And I know that Adam's going to be joining us on the trip to Carsonville um, to, to talk crap on the former QB. Let's do it. So with that being said, can let's I get into some show. Yes. I'm going to call in. I'm letting you know. Yes. Let's start with your favorite topic, baseball. Oh, God. Why are we starting with that? Because that way we can get part of it out of the way. Because I know that's – you know it, but it's not like – you. it's like me with hockey. I'm like, it's a sport. Oh. And you know what? You know, I'm right now I'm going through like a real bad time because my son loves baseball. Like my, my oldest son absolutely loves playing baseball. And I have like no real like skin in the game, but now I guess I gotta get back into it. I'm here so, for you. I hear you. I will teach That's you. Cool. I will teach you all the rules. I will teach you all the rules. <laughs> oh, so I can go out there and kick, kick dust on some referee that he said does it wrong. It's like no, because the umpires don't know the rules. That's the best part. That's oh, the best thanks. part. The umpires don't know the rules. All right, so I'm gonna ask you a question. Because and you kind of did a great segue there because you're talking about how your kid is into baseball, your kid plays baseball. I ump a lot yeah. of baseball. We know every tournament, every game, everything, 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 everything with youth sports, with the Little League World Series that they play out in Williamsport, they all have a mercy rule. Okay. Yes. All right. This weekend, the Phillies got absolutely whacked 
by the Chicago Cubs, who right, are weird. 20 games under 500. So the Phillies that are supposed to be this playoff team got whackified by the Cubs, who are 20 games under 500, by a score of 15 to 2. Okay. And that's still not the worst game of the weekend, where the Toronto right. Blue Jays beat the Boston Red Sox 28 to 5. Seen it. Here's my question for you, and I don't care which case, which side you take on it. I'm curious to know your thoughts. Okay. Should there be a mercy rule in professional sports? I'm not even saying baseball. In professional right. sports. Well, that's a trick question because different sports entail. Like there's some sports you can score a lot of points in a little bit of time. So sure. it doesn't so it makes the mercy rule like for basketball, you can watch an NBA game and they'll be down 20. You turn back on the TV, they're up five. You know what I'm saying? Because it's a game of runs. But a game like baseball, unless they just gonna have like unless unless there's like a total letdown, 15, really 10, 10 run lead on somebody is a lot. Like that's not a small margin. So that I can see that as well. In football, maybe three tutties. Like, you know, when you play when you play on the sticks, like you play video games, three tutties is you got to get up the sticks. That's a skunk. You got to get up the sticks. So I think it should maybe be three, four touchdowns. It's probably the same. I mean, I'm not down for – I'm not down to watch dudes get beat down. Like, I mean, it's not fun for the fan either. Like, if even if you're the other team, like one year as a Clemson fan, we will beat Alabama really bad in the national championship. That's not fun for anybody. Like, you want to see good games. I was glad that my boys won, but at the same time, I, I want to see a good game. So I don't know. Three, four touchdowns is a lot, man. So, so Max is saying, no, they're adults. And I, I'm going to kind of lean into that argument in a second because it's more than that the reason why no matter what we say here tonight, there will never be mercy rules in professional sports, um, even if I'm about to drop some logic on it. And, yes, the Eagles did come back from three touchdowns once, maybe twice. Um, I, I it depends think, also when the three touchdowns will happen, too. It depends. Like, that's what I'm going to say. You know, first half, you can't call it. Like when I did my tournaments this weekend, it was 10. So they play six innings and it was 10 runs after four. Mm. So after four innings, you're down 10 runs, shut it down. Facts. If, if it's, or it was like eight after five. So it's like, you're really, you're at that point, you're, you're, you're not coming back. Now football, if you wanted to do it, you could do it like, you know, down three touchdowns after or down four touchdowns or 30 points. We'll just say a nice round number down 30 points at the end of the third quarter. What was Tom Brady down in the Super Bowl? 28 to three. But he started chipping away at that in the third quarter. So you think at the end of the third, if they don't, you don't make any progress to call it. If you are down by 30 points in football at the end of the third quarter, Shut it. Because that's when sloppy play starts. That's when these guys who don't play at all get in. That's when your injuries happen. And baseball specifically, and this is why I'm asking this question, right? 28 to 5 is absurd. Yeah. Like, there's that means 28 to 5 is absurd. And that's you gave up an inside the park grand slam that day. You didn't come and that's where you start to see position players going into pitch. So it's not even good baseball. You're just surviving the game. I think if you're down 15 runs after seven, you can shut it. 
you mailing it in anyway. Correct. Yeah. But here's why. And again, Max, I love the comments. I know you're listening at work and you know, you got the earpiece on and you're sneaking. I love it. Um, yes. Points scored in any sport can be a tiebreaker. Absolutely. So right. what you can do, like at this tournament, they said the run differential, right? So even if you won by 13 runs, the biggest run differential that you would allow in the tournament six. is six. Yeah, that makes sense. Well, six. And if you do that across the board, then plus minus, it actually tightens things up. Well, okay. So let's do this. First. Humor me for a minute. You know what I'm saying? You know, I'm, mm -hmm. the, I'm, the, I'm the local basketball football guy. You know, like I yeah. love talking these two sports. So I'm going to bring it back to football, even though we're talking about baseball in this particular No, you're game. good. So when you look at ba baseball, and, and, and it's more of a sport that's more methodical anyway. It's a little yes. slower. It's, and you know, those like you kind of have to stop that game because there are so fans are already kind of going to sleep. If nothing, nothing's really happening, it's one sided. Like it's not really fun to be there. Now, basketball, like you said, basketball and football, there's more of a chance that they can come back. Those fans are kind of on the edge of their seats. And now, the more and more you see in professional sports in the NBA, you'll start seeing fans start leaving at the end of the third. Like you'll start seeing them. So, what if you're down 50 after three in basketball? I mean, it's, at that point, it's over with, bro. Like, let's just be real. Like, we don't. We can call a spade a spade at this point. Like, basketball is a sport that you can score a bunch of points in a in a, in a little bit of time. But fifty points is like really out of question. Like, unless yeah, and something. That's, and that's what I'm talking about. These games that are out of the question. Yeah. No, they don't, Max. They do not get fined if they keep running up the score. They absolutely do not. And nope. that's going to kind of lead to my point where. Doesn't matter what we say here tonight, there's never going to be a mercy rule in professional sports because of the almighty dollar. Right? Well, if you okay. start shutting off a game, well, you know what? People aren't going to buy the merchandise, people aren't going to buy the alcohol, people aren't going to buy they're not going to do these things. They're not going to buy you that still, shit because they leave. But after this, like after the seventh inning, they stop serving alcohol. After the third quarter, they stop serving alcohol. Like they already stopped. So check okay so let's okay so let's do it let's do it so let's think about concessions like they've already made their money surely off your concessions when you first walk in I went to an Eagles game last year I bought a cold some cold fries that I thought were good that I thought was gonna be good for chicken and peas because it was like fourteen degrees outside I mean just a bad situation but you're there to enjoy the experience you're there what is worse for the game is when players sit out intentionally. Like the the low management, like it's not the mercy rule. Mercy rule won't kill the NBA or the NFL or the MLB. What'll kill them is they have all this low management. Kawhi's played like three games in the last like five years, but yet he's still like a perennial All Star apparently. So like mm -hmm. I'm just like, what is happening? Like they're cheating the fan. The fan that like LeBron said it best. Oh, uh, Kobe said Kobe and LeBron said it best. They said they don't ever sit games out because that kid might have used his allowance money to get to see him play. Correct. So. I mean, come on, man. You can't mail it in. You can't mail it in when you're a professional athlete. People spend their whole life trying to get close to these guys. And I'm not trying to be blasphemous, but just to touch the hem of the garment. You know what I'm saying? No, just you're right. Get, just to get close enough that they might get some sweat on them. You know what I'm saying? Like, come on, man. Like, this is a this is a spectator sport. We're playing little – grown men are playing a little kid's game and making millions of dollars. Like, let's just be real. But instead, you won't go by the rules that the little – like – Again, if you're down, like I've watched World Series games for the Little League World Series and in the fourth inning because they got 10 run. You so know what Max I mean? Like, and he thought that they used to. So I, I thought think, that was a thing too. 
I think that they did used to. In college sports, they actually rewarded college football players for having a bigger point differential. Right, because you know, like that's what they, when BCS the, um, the, the BCS, right? Yeah, they would they would get the plus mic. But that's what I'm saying. Like that's when guys were really like that's how you really kick a team. Like that's when I saw kids like so y'all know I'm from South Carolina. So when I was young, there were some teams that were so good in football they would just kick a mud hole in the up team. When you do a when you do people like that and kick them when they're down like that, they're liable to fight. So there's liable to be violence because of the demoralization that's being done to these kids. Right. Like if if you're playing a professional football game, right? And you're right. up by 30 points after the third quarter, you know the backups are coming in. And I don't want to see Gardner Minshew when I paid my money to see Jalen Hurts. Gardner Minshew just is going to hand the ball off. He's not going to run the offense. He's going to run the preseason offense where he hands the ball off 30 times to whoever the 14th string running back run is. The, it's not the run same the clock game. Out. Yeah, to run it's the clock. It's not the out. same game. This is wild. And it's 28 wild. to 5. And 28 to 5. And yeah. What if you're rooting for the team that's winning 28 to 5 and they shut the game down? Okay, you're saving you like in, in in tournament in, in tournament ball that I do. The reason why they shut it down is because you know you play a tournament Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and you have to load management your pitching. So you can either pitch, you know, three innings a game or six innings for a day because you're playing two, three games. Or you can do 12 innings for the tournament. Some of these teams play for the mercy rule so that they can save up their pitching. I have I have something. Okay. So they don't do a mercy rule in the NBA, but there is a running clock. There I is. I, never, apparently I didn't know this. Tell running me. Running clock. I don't, I don't, I'm looking at the rule now, but I don't know if how legit it is. But they were saying that the clock will run. After 40 points up, it will just run. It won't stop unless you call a timeout. It won't stop for dead balls. I don't know how true this is. I'm just getting off of Google, so I'm not really sure. Is there a mercy rule in the NBA? Mercy rule, any team who has a player ejected from the game and does not have a sub player will forfeit the game. So okay, that's, well, that's one of the mercy not... rules. But that's not what we're talking about. We're talking about like a legit mercy rule. But the other one says about 40 points and there will be a running clock. I know they do that in AAU. Like that's a big thing in AAU, um, is the running clock. But I'm not sure. Right, and again, they do it in um, high school ball as well because again, it's a safety factor. It's a safety factor, and and I get, you know, I, I get that if a professional oh, athlete is, um, I'm going to say, if a professional athlete can't handle getting smacked, they shouldn't be a professional athlete. I'm sorry. Max, I agree, but I'm not saying it for the athlete's mentality. I'm saying for the quality of what is still being portrayed. Yeah. There was not, what was the big take? What was the big takeaway of the 28 to five game? Besides the fact the inside the park grand slam in the final score, the guy making the juice bar yeah, during the game. Dude, you remember, do you remember a couple of years ago? When there was, um, I'm a you know, I'm a Clemson fan, but Clemson played Florida State at Florida State, and this thing went viral with the guy had took his shirt off and started reading the book at this game. He's a he's a nose fan. Clemson was knocking their head off. He ended up going he ended up going absolutely viral because he was had his shirt off and he was reading a book. Like at that point in the game, man, it, it's cool like mean stuff, but for a, a, a sports Congrats. purist. They don't want to see that. Everybody can sit here and say whatever they want to say. I get it. Everybody's entitled to their own opinion. 
But I'm telling you now, if you're watching that game, your team's on the winning end or the losing end, it's no fun for anybody. We're just kicking this team's ass, and we're just hanging out. And, well, first off, I think Phil and Mike both said the same thing here, right? Phil is saying there won't be mercy rules in sports because of sports betting. And Mike says, yeah, not in pro sports. Sports betting won't allow it. You guys are 100% correct on that. Um, Yes, the the sportsmanship of making the drinks was definitely – that was just bad. Um, yeah, for, but, for, for sure. But let's guy, be real, though. But, let's but what else was he supposed to do? He's they're winning. Like what is he to the winner? Go to the victor goes the spoils. If you don't want to be portrayed and messed around with and played with, don't get blowed out. Like unfortunately, that's the nature of the beast. Like we're saying about sports betting. But the crazy thing about sports betting is you will let these players play out any game, but you're suspending people still for sports betting. Like Ridley still suspended for sports betting. And it's actually legal. He didn't even yes. play in those games. <laughs> so what, what does it matter? I mean, it's it's a- it's an interesting conversation, and I know like we have all the reasons. It's point blank. It's the almighty dollar that will not allow for professional athletes to put a mercy rule in place. Point blank. Period. It's the almighty dollar between Let concessions between alcohol. Hold on, that's one of our topics. Chill yourself, Phil. Hang tight. Hang tight. Oh, we Phil, don't you're ahead of the game. You're ahead of the it's game. It's on our list. Like- it's on I our like list. This feel. I like this feel, brother. Phil is another one of my my coworkers at camp. This is like the Camp America um, squad deep in the in the comment section here. Can I can I bring up something real quick? Yes. Have you guys seen the thing about the adult summer camp? Have you I mean, that's basically where I work. No, no, no. no. Yeah. Have you heard of adult <laughs> There's summer just camp? kids there. No, have you heard of the adult summer camp? I have, but share with the people. Okay, so adult summer camp is basically when grown men like me and Chip. Who are really children <laughs> in the inside get to go to summer camp. So you and your friends will pay money to go to summer camp. They provide you, and it's adult, so you get booze, food, all the same stuff you had at summer camp. A cabin, you get your own bunk, and they go here. They have the things in the lake where you can jump on them. And a black person like myself can't swim, so I won't be doing no water. <laughs> so I will be watching and laughing as you guys get too drunk, and then do these water sports. But it is a great idea. I low key want to do it with like some of my best friends in the world, just go there and just, just go ham. Like summer camp as a grown up. I will tell you being a camp counselor, because again, I teach middle school in the summer and then I do camp so that the the kids can go and enjoy themselves. But I, out of myself, my oldest son and my youngest son, you know, my my boys, I have the most fun out of all of us. It's only right. Like I do the same thing for, for like, so basketball camp goes on. So we have our big basketball camp for Mm -hmm. the kids. It's the funnest part of the whole year for me. Like, because there's no real pressure. Like, these kids aren't, I mean, they're playing hard, but they're like, really, they don't, it's no wins and losses for real. Like, if a kid does something crazy or silly, like, we make fun of them and then we just have fun with it. But in the real life of coaching high school basketball, like, everything matters. So it's like a rewarding situation to see kids enjoy themselves on that level. So, okay, yeah, like, it's rewarding because you get to see, and then you get a kid that walks in the summer camp. And he's shy, or he's a you know straight introvert. Mm-hmm. And by the time he leaves, he's got friends. He's giving he gives high fives. He's chest bumping people. Yep. He made his first shot. His mom and dad see him for the first time. And There's just it, something they get something yeah. out of it. You get something out of it. So that's kind of why, like a lot of people ask, like why you coach? There's not enough money in it. It really isn't. But the just the sheer fact that like you get the you get to have an effect on a young person's life that may or may not. Correct. Know that they need it. They just, you know, just it's it's cool. I don't want to get emotional about it, but that's that's why I coach. Like, you know what I'm saying? 
Right. Right. And Matt, I mean, we have a rock wall at our camp. So doing that, learning to catch a football, shoot a basket, like all these things that we have, you watch these kids find the success. And that's why we do it. Um, yeah. And Max has been doing it for 10 years. He was a camper there before. I know his kid goes there. Like we, it's, we, we have our adult squad. Um, shout out to Max and his being welcome to the, you know, grown up fantasy football league for the first time. Um, oh, <laughs> yeah. Come on. Right. So this what you got to do is the last the last day you guys should pay some other people to come in and be your camp counselors and you guys should go through camp like dude we would wreak up. havoc we would wreak <laughs> havoc speaking of me and T and Mike I hope you're still watching T and Mikey I D. Mike Barrera if you're still watching T Mikey and D. I are going to our first union game on Saturday. Shout out to my boy Mikey B. I don't know what those words all mean. Like, if you're still on and you want to pop in for a second, you tell me and you can tell me what I need to know as a fan. And then, all right, Mike, if if you want the link, I'll send it to you and you can give me a quick, like, what I need to know about being a union person. Uh, There we go. There we go. I'm going with a bunch of um, people from camp. And some of them are of the European persuasion. Um, so they know things about things. I don't know things about things. I know the soccer ball, I think, is black and white. I don't know if MLS is different. I know it's the MLS. Uh, who they play? Mike, I'm trying to boost the ratings, man. Come on. Put You don't need to put a shirt on. Come on, boost the ratings. Let's go. Hey, listen, if this dude comes in and he explains soccer to me and I actually understand it, he is a real <laughs> of life. He like, is I just don't understand. I just don't like, okay, so for example, I'll throw this out there. This is how black I am. This is the blackness, the, how black I am. So I was watching I was watching the, the native football. You know what I'm saying? I'm watching it, and I say to myself, yo, there's no way. This, this guy's running away from the goal. T! That's because he calls you T. I know. I can't. I got to put the kid to bed. All right, we're putting the kid to bed. All right, send the link. I got you, Mike. All right, so finish. Finish, it. So he's the guy, the guy's like running away from the goal, right? And I'm thinking to myself, like, why is this guy running away? They got to take this guy to the game. The dude does this bicycle kick with his back to the to the goal, hits it. The crowd goes crazy, like 50, 60,000 fans go absolutely crazy in like Espana or wherever they are at playing. Like a bull runs on the field. Like it's just craziness. It's actually crazy what's happening in Spain with this this football that is not American football. It is straight pandemonium and all that guys are taking their shirt off girls are taking their shirt off when they when they score it's, it's it's mass pandemonium and i'm and i'm here for it a little bit like i don't understand it but i'm here for it and i think and maybe mike will help clarify what the u.s aversion to soccer is um but i feel like it's just because it's european and people are like this is not american enough for me well, look at that. Like, look at our team. Like, we got the the U.S. women's soccer team is like the cream of the crop, right? Of course. That's what I'm saying. But the men's soccer team, we don't really need them. Like, you know, like, you can probably do it without those guys. Like, they're kind of just here. You Speaking know, of being you know. just here, my man even brought a union shirt oh. with him. Hey, I had to go. I had to get changed real quick. As soon as I saw, I heard you say that. I literally jumped, <laughs> I jumped out of my bed and got my jersey. <laughs> So wait, he could have had a shirtless in bed Barrera, and you're killing my ratings. I did. I had by to, not I, giving I, me those things. I had to Listen, keep it. Should have had the taco meat out. You know, you had to taco meat out. Whole whole thing, just buck naked on the bed. 
All right, so for those of you who don't know, Mike is the host of Across the Pitch here on the AAT Sports Network every Tuesday night, usually, right? Friday night. You don't even Friday know. Friday night, that's right. They moved, they moved, they moved. <laughs> yeah. They moved. It was Tuesdays for a while, then it moved. I know yeah. you do a ton of articles. You do a ton of the great stuff. So yeah. tell me, first off, JD and I have nothing understanding soccer-wise. Okay. I've tried. I know that I'm going to go hang out with a bunch of cool people. I'm going to meet you in person which I'm excited for outside of the little box. Yeah. Okay. Time. So you're going July 30th, right? To the, the Houston. That's Saturday. Game. Yes. I will be there. I'm actually going to be covering the game for AAT sports. So okay. I will be there. Okay. Um, okay. First and foremost, I got to plug myself real quick. So across the pitch, Friday nights, 8.30 p.m. ish. One of my, my co-hosts, Dave Miller, who's also AAT Sports, is from England. So he's, he's British. He's five hours ahead of us. So actually, we, in some ways it fluctuates. But we cover the team. I have uh, media credentials, so I'm in the locker room with the players You know, when I go to the game. So if you want anything union, you follow me. I guarantee I'll cover it. Um, but, Chip, first and foremost – you have to go to the Sons of Ben tailgate before the game if you want the full experience. Sons of Ben, he's writing that down. Writing it down, okay. You have what time are you get into the stadium, uh, Chip? You tell me. You okay. tell me. What time am I getting to the stadium? So the Sons of Ben tailgate, you can buy tickets online. You do not have to be a member of the Sons of Ben. I am, but you go in. It's twenty bucks, all you can eat and drink for like twenty bucks for non-members. They have a they have a DJ. They have a bunch of seats out. They got some games. It's a good environment. Then you can you know you can watch the Sons of Ben walk into the stadium. But the Philadelphia Union are first place in the East. They're second place in the entire league of the MLS. They have won four games in a row, and they're they're hosting Houston, which is an okay team from the Western Conference. So you are going to be partying the entire time. That's all these games are are just parties all from beginning to end. That's it. Max is right about this part. Oh man, what do you say? I can't see it. He says, he says you're probably, probably going to be really inebriated. <laughs> yeah, probably, <laughs> probably. So, is there uh, a right. documentary about the Sons of Ben on YouTube? Max, Max says Amazon. he's sure there is. Amazon, Amazon Prime. All right, yeah, there you go. Question for you. All right, sure. this is for me, Mike. This is this okay. is JD. If you can or cannot see me, I'm still black. In case you. <laughs> I see you can't swim okay. from apparently from a uh, yes. camp. Yes, got can, you. Cannot <laughs> was in the navy and cannot swim from one side of the pool to the other without yeah. being extremely gassed and damn near dying. All right, the, I have the negative irony. buoyancy. The, the irony that, in that I'm negative buoyancy. It's a no thing. Um, so my question for you is: What is three things I need to know about football? Oh European. wow, you went you went European on that. Like you went football, Foo- oh, yeah. football. I can't just, I, I, just in general about the sport. I mean, yeah, just three things that I can, as long as I know these three things about the sport, I can watch it and I can, okay, I can, you know, what's up? Uh, you want to score more goals than the other team. That's definitely the first Facts. thing. Okay. Now, okay. nil means zero. Correct. The, the in, in regular season MLS play, the games can end in a draw. So it could be one, one at the end of the 90 minutes. So that's the one thing you have to know. Uh, the second thing, is the, the most common thing that people get confused by is offside. Yes. So do you watch hockey? I do. Do you understand what offside in hockey means? The blue line? I do, but I don't. Okay. But it's like, you know, we don't got time. It, don't got, the show's not that long. Okay. Essentially, if the puck crosses the blue line and the player's already ahead of the blue line, it's offside. So in, so- okay. in soccer, 
you cannot cherry pick in soccer. You have to be in front of the last defender, not the goalie, the last defender. If you if you're past that defender, it's offside. So that's like the most basic rule in soccer. Besides, just don't you know cleat people with your cleats up. Um, and besides that, man, it's just it's just you have to watch. It's like basketball with passing. You have to watch the beauty of the game. I know sometimes it's long. You're thinking they're just going back and forth. You have to see the full picture of the beauty of, of soccer. Because it is, once you're there, Chip, I promise you, you're going to get addicted. Just like all I'm going to get friends. way into it because I get into every sport that I watch. Like, it's obnoxious. So yeah. Max Max very nicely wrote out the definition of offsides, which is Perfect. when an attacker of the team is behind the last offender the on the defender. other team. I know. I know, <laughs> and it changes depending on the last one. That's so right. It's not she, always the same she, do you see how this is not in my ear? This is always available for her. Yeah, I want to point she that out. She does this every week. She does this every week. She comes in. <laughs> she takes over the show. People don't even care about this. Wait, Ollie, hold on. So Ollie is as British as British comes, and yeah. Ollie is now on here. Yeah. I love it, Ollie. Ollie I will send you the link, and you can try to British explain this to myself and JD. And you can have debates with Mike, who runs our soccer show. Yes. Listen, you just Ollie, let me know. I will send black. you the link in two seconds. Still black, Ali. Just only tell me. That's right. The gauntlet, <laughs> the gauntlet is thrown down, sir. Um, Listen, this is this is not how this is how the show goes every week. This is what we do. This was not on the agenda of things that I sent you or the things that I wasn't going to send you either. No, we just I'm down. went to a union show. I love it. Been I dying know, to get on. Go, I'm going to a union game. It is. I'm very excited because I'm excited with the company. If you can understand the nonsense basketball and baseball, the offside rule is easy. Okay, wait. Then you know what? I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna clap back real quick here. Hang on, hang on. So then explain to me because I know why. I, I know why it's it's floppery. I know it's flopping in basketball, but please explain to me this this red card. The red card. Yellow card. Green card. Explain these cards to me. Okay, gotcha. So let's say um, in football, okay, if I were to sack a quarterback cleanly, no issue. But then there's degrees of fouls, right? You get like a 15-yard penalty or like a, a sure. okay. sports penalty. So think of it that way. It is a severity thing. So I can commit a foul, a basic foul. I knock you over. A whistle blows. It's a foul. If I hit you really hard in maybe a somewhat dirty manner, you're probably going to get a yellow card. If you've done it multiple times and got a few fouls, it's like almost like, okay, I've warned you six times. Now here's a yellow card. That's the tech right there for you. It's a tech. I think, yes, a perfect. It's a technical foul. The second, I don't know who this person is, but it's it's flopping in foodie ball too. I like that. Yeah. I like Listen, that. Listen, all I'm going to say is I'm just going to yeah. throw this out there. For those of you guys who want to know, I don't like the flopping. That's my only thing. I, saw I can't. I don't like it in basketball. I can't stand no, it can't. In, in, in soccer where they're like, I'm wounded. Or, like that, you, or you see another, like, the guy go down. Did anybody see that? Did anyone see it? Am I okay? Am I okay? <laughs> Who saw that? Wait, no one was watching. Let me do it again. Or they'll wait for the guy to look. They say they make eye contact That's with the it. rep, and then it's like. You know what it is? No, you know what it is? It's because, like, I have, I have children, and, like, kids never cry until mm. their parents realize yeah. Like, hey, my kid may have banged their toe, and then the kid wails. Right. Yeah, the red card is just like technical. You're out of the game right away. And you can get a red card right away. It could be like a straight double flagrant foul right away if it's something like, you know, egregious. But you'll see a couple yellow cards. You probably won't see a red card, but it does happen from time to time. Will you see a yellow card on Ocean Avenue? 
I mean, yeah, it's a place on Ocean Avenue, right? I mean, obviously. That's one of my There's favorite. There's a place avenues. called Ocean Avenue. Yeah. Where you used to sit, where and, talk I used to you, sit and talk with you. <laughs> wow. This going is, back I'm to an my, elder email. I'm an elder email. My high, school days. my high school days right Divorced there, Chip. Divorce Dad Rock. Shut up. Yeah, so we there's there's a meme that's floating around. It's like, you know, the classic rock and you know, dad rock, which is like, you know, yeah. your pearl jams and all that garbage. Mm-hmm. Right. Elder emos is now the new dad rock. Okay. Yeah. Because I'm, like I'm 35 and like my music is the fallout boys and the yellow cards and the newfound glories and the one like that's okay. dad rock now. Yeah. I, that's what I listen to every day. So I'm right there with you. We'll, we'll throw a little bit limp biscuit on if I have to, you know, just the nineties and two thousands, you know, Dude, I just, I really love me like 10 minutes ago. Like, <laughs> Yellow card is to 35-year-old white dudes as Puff Daddy music is to 35-year-old black dudes. That's true. Facts. You know what? That makes me feel that makes me feel good. All right. So you know, I love when you guys can bring it full circle for you. Would you put your ears in here in the frame? Come over here. Tila, just get on the show. Ladies and gentlemen. I was making tea. I was making my way in. She was she was making her way downtown. downtown. I know I was Vanessa walking Carlton, fast, which is thirty five year old white chick music. That's true. Literally, first of, all, first of all, white chicks music. I apologize. First of, that is true, but that's more like Michelle Branch was like my level. This is what happens every time we say we're going to have a short show. This no, we haven't even gotten any of the good stuff. Me, excuse me, I'm like Zac Efron. I'm getting my head in the game, guys. Oh, can you be a deep cut? Can you be like Vanessa Hudgens and go your own way? Didn't you You told me to come in here and literally gave me an earpiece? I did. Didn't didn't you recently go to like a Backstreet Boys concert or some sort? I did not go. We did not, but we have in the past. Many. Nothing wrong with that. Back in my days when I used to work for Radio Disney and I, you know, I ran shit. Um, Yeah. Plus, I'm a huge boy bander guy. I don't like New Kids on the Block, though. Because that's classic rock well, or classic that's, like, pop. Well, like sacrilegious to say because like so many people are like, oh my god, New Kids. I'm like, nah. It's Hanson or nothing. I did, Holly. <laughs> I did ranch shit, guys. Yo, be careful. Hold on, hold on. This this is a, a disclaimer here. Do not go trash in the Hanson in front of the wife. Yeah, no. Okay, do listen, that. listen. Aren't they the like the German dudes with the long hair? Yep. They're not German. They are from Tulsa, Oklahoma. Close enough, though. <laughs> Germany, Tulsa, it's all the same. Tulsa, Oklahoma. Let's go back. Taylor Hansen, born March 14th, 1983. Stop Let's it right go. now. Wait, <laughs> hold on. Wait, JD, before we go any further, I'm gonna I'm gonna volleyball set my wife here. You ready? Go ahead. Let's say. Um, doesn't Taylor Hansen have a brewing company? Yeah. Mm hops. Wow. Oh, wow. <laughs> oh, my goodness. <laughs> Listen, say what you want, but those boys are marketing the hell out of themselves. <laughs> you know it's bad when Adam comes on and goes, is this show canceled? <laughs> Adam, I'm the just... biggest supporter in the podcast universe. First of all, hold on. I came on here because we were talking about soccer. That's true. Oh, and we... You, you guys win man. everywhere else. I just walked in on this because I know the rule for the offsides rule. Okay. 
So anyway. And I tried to explain it to him before. And I was like, you know, then this is offside. But then if they're over here, then this is offside. And he didn't get it. And I know you. I so You my, can do it with salt pepper shakers, G.I. Joe's. I can teach you any way. Barbie. Very simple. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Really so, Mike, my, my next question is. <laughs> yeah. How do they determine the time that they add on at the end of halves and games? So like that clock is always running up. Always running. The soccer clock does not stop. So essentially if somebody gets hurt and they're down for a couple minutes, the referee keeps track of stoppage time. It's never like definite. It's basically there's like a lot of injuries or if there's like a couple goals, you might get five minutes of stoppage time. Sometimes it's bullshit personally. Sometimes they add too much or they give too little, but it's a little bit, you know, arbitrary to be honest with you but yeah that's basically how they track it i think that's my frustration is the arbitrary soccer, time but you get you just get more soccer you just but, get more soccer like, right? what happens if there's an injury in the extra time do they, they add, add extra time. extra time okay so they can yeah a couple more minutes yeah usually because it's making sure you get your full time in yes. rather than like in football where like the clock will still you know tick down if it's not offside or mm. things like that yeah, you get your full 90 minutes, which is nice. Um, and also, like, if a team's winning by a lot or, like, up to two goals, they could try to kill the clock. So the stoppage time yeah. essentially, you know, helps the other team have their full 90 minutes. But, I mean, again, it changes every single time. It's pretty cool. All right. Yeah. Yeah, my friend Carl that I went to camp with, see camp friends are for life, mm-hmm. um, runs the board for oh. the union. Carl uh, Mandel. Mandel, uh-huh. yeah. I, I think I follow him on Twitter, actually. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, so um, I talked to him, so we might go see the board after the oh. game. Okay, well, I'll be there. I'll probably you want to hang with us at that yeah, point. Yeah, you want to come to us. <laughs> I might have to, yeah. I, I'll probably Carl, but you're going to have to go to... Carl's you, the coolest. But Mike, aren't you going to have to go to, like... Aren't you going to have to go to, like, the press room after and, like, interview people and stuff? Yeah. So you can't see the board. You get to see other things. I do. Well, okay. What section are you guys sitting in? Oh, wait. I had the answer. Hold on. Hold on. Wait. I had the answer. Hold on. Hold on. That's extremely important. Wait. You can tell us if we have good seats. It's right under the board. Sure. It is. That's right. It is section 119, row V. I was there not that long ago. Yeah, it's a good section. You're going to be towards the other side of of the river end. So you're across from the Sons of Ben. The, the main section to look at is 140. So the section 140 is the Keystone Ultras. They have like a trumpet going the whole time. It's a lot of fun. Um, so definitely check that out. Uh, when you're watching the game, see the crowd going crazy. But you guys got I'm good seats, though. I'm nipping and Oliver agrees. So the extra time is at the discretion of the official. Soccer is silly. <laughs> yeah, but isn't everything at the discretion of the official when you think about it? So In every sport? Now we're kind of leaning back into my – my side of the officiating thing. Let's get back on track. Where I, which I say flat out at the beginning of the game, like I announce the start time to both teams. And if there is a time limit on a game, so like in the early rounds of tournaments, it's like an hour 50. You cannot start another inning past an hour 50 from the first pitch. So I will let both teams know like, hey, 11 o'clock is the first pitch, which means we will not start anything past 1250. Right. Right. And they're like, well, what does that mean? You know, 12.50 by our clock. I said, no, by the clock in my pocket. It used to be on my wrist. Watch broke. So now it's by the clock in my pocket. And they're like, well, is it like the start of the inning? I say it is the, the minute they record the final out. I look at my watch. If it is before that hour 50 mark, we will do another inning. If it's after, we won't. It's right. not arbitrary. It's very clear. Time right. is time. But I just it's not wibbly wobbly. The, 
Hold on. Don't Doctor Who <laughs> right now. Number two. I'll give you props. Yeah, see? Thank you. Ollie's my British friend, Michael. Yeah. I know. It is, but it is. And there's a lot of things that are at the discretion of the refs in every sport, no matter NBA. what. About all the calls and everything mm -hmm. else that are usually bullshit, sometimes well, fair. See, that's the thing I like about soccer. The referee, although they can sometimes control the match if, they're, if it's like ticky-tack fouls, for the most part, the game continues. It doesn't stop. It's it's not mm -hmm. like football where you're watching four and a half hours to watch sixty minutes go by. It's which is just stupid. Like there's no stop like that. It's I will not stand for the blasphemy here. Hold on, let me go <laughs> here. It's true. Katie's it's back. Good to hear you. It you know, takes listen, it takes the, three and a half hours to watch a football game. <laughs> the challenges are what make it because those calls really do matter. Like if you're watching an Eagles game and let's say like remember the the infamous reach in the reach the the score the mm -hmm. like that without replay that game is different like you exactly. like these things are different now so refereeing will always be an issue no matter if it's umping in baseball no matter mm -hmm. if it's basketball calls and all that stuff or football whatever like the officiating will always play a part maybe not as much in soccer but in most sports like she said refereeing and officiating is going to change the complexity of the game because these guys want to be the star yeah but but remember, like Mike was already saying, it's up to the referees to add how much time they want, which is arbitrary. It's up to the referees to decide the severity of the penalties. Yeah, but so in soccer, they let it go a little bit more. They're not focusing over every little thing. They're letting them play to until extent. they feel like it has to be stopped. Yeah, or it's like, well, the good, see, the thing is that you're not seeing a rivalry match. You're seeing like a Western Conference team. So it's not mm -hmm. as like – high intensity. So you might've gotten more whistles if you play like the Red Bulls or NYCFC, but it's still going to be a good game. The union are really good. So you're going to see a really good squad. They're very defensive. Yeah. They're number one right now, aren't they? They're number one. So you I, Chip, I know you like the hockey team, right? Flyers, right? So I, I, I like that there is a hockey team. Hockey team. I you wish it wasn't owned team. by who it was. You know, what hockey Ber team? You, you know, Bernie Perrant, right? One of the greatest. Yeah, well, he was a good one. I liked him. He was okay. good. <laughs> Andre, cool with him. Andre Blake, the goalie for the Union, is the Bernie Perrant of soccer. He's an incredible he goalie. The, didn't he play for the U.S. national team? No, he plays. He's Jamaican. He plays the Jamaican team. Sure, I'm good. <clears throat> but <laughs> just when you're watching Andre Blake, think of that's the level of goalkeeping that you're watching. A Bernie Perrant, like a Patrick Waugh type of player, Hall of Fame goalkeeper in that. So are we not going to talk about the low-hanging fruit, which is the fact that the Flyers are still being talked about even though they don't have a team anymore? They're awful. I, I will not stand for Flyers talk on this show. Terrible. I will not stand for Flyers. Right now, right now, because there's three of us, you notice where Mike is positioned on the frame? Look at the bottom right corner. Flyers rip. <laughs> because they're garbage. Mm -hmm. We yeah, will not stand for Flyers talk until they do literally anything. Literally anything. It's like that meme where it's like, do something. Yeah. <laughs> Just poking it with a stick. Mixed with the thing with the dog in the room with the fire, and he's like, this is fine. This it's is like, fine. do something <laughs> with fire. Sure, let me show you something. Watch, yes. watch how I throw you this alley real quick. Ooh. So I know everybody loves a good eagle. You know what I'm saying? Everybody loves a good eagle talk. Always. What yeah. about what about these Sixers throwing a damn stadium up in the middle of the damn city? Like, what's up? I have. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that is on the top of the list. Mike, Ooh. Mike, you are under no regard. You are not required to stay. I know you were half asleep. I think we are done with the union talk. But if you have a thought about the 76th place, feel yeah. free to share it real quick. I'll add it real quick. Then I got to go take a shower. 
So the union more stadium- More viewership, more viewership, just <laughs> give it away. To start lathering up. So chip, the Sixers stadium. Um, He's got sub on his nips. <laughs> <laughs> so the cool, okay, so- the, Bubbly the one, with Barrera. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good one, I like that. The one thing with the union is that they're underneath the Commodore Barry Bridge. It's a beautiful stadium. You're going to love mm-hmm. it there. But they are not in Philly. They're like on the outskirts or in Chester. It's and in everybody's, Chester, yeah. Yeah, everybody says, oh, you should be in Philly. Like, blah, like why? I don't want to deal with the traffic. I can go over the bridge and get back to Jersey and be home in five minutes, whatever. Having the stadium inside the, inside the city is just going to cause massive headaches for traffic. And it's, it's going to make me not want to go, honestly. Because why the hell would I want to deal with it? I'm not going to take a train to Philly from Jersey. It just sounds like a waste of time. Yeah. And let's be honest, the Sixers aren't going to do anything either because they're not that good either. So Second round? Second round gives you zero awards. That's all I'm saying. All I'm saying is, you know, I've been telling you guys this for two years. Like, you know, it's almost like my name is Oracle or something. (laughs) It was. Now it's ooh. It's almost like the O stands for something. Yeah. Ooh. Mike, thank you for coming on and explaining soccer. I will see you on Saturday, sir. I'll DM you my number so you can you can yeah, text yeah. me. I think later. I have it, but do it anyway just in case I don't. I got if you. you DM, can we put it up? Right now. Can we put it up with a picture of you like without your shirt <laughs> so we can get viewership up? Like, yeah. Ladies, call Mike Barrera. Ladies. Yeah, please do. <laughs> Let's get you Let's get you I'll see you guys. All right, now. Please. Um, so yeah, my issue with this Sixers stadium. And is that I, it's on Market Street? There's so many issues with the Sixers stadium. I, we saw Bruno Mars in concert twice, okay? We saw him once in Philly, like three rows from the stage, right? Mm-hmm. Right. And then we saw that same tour in Madison Square Garden. I have never hated an experience more. Well, than Madison Square Garden it's not, in general. No. No. Ma- no, 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 no. No. People yes. love MSG. So, I can't so stand here's, it. So That's not what this feels. They cannot do a Philly hold on. knockoff of Madison Square Listen. Garden. No, no, I will not hold on. You're, I will not hold on. You can I will sit not down hold on. for a second. Will you so move aside his ears? <laughs> so. Um, I don't know if anybody's been to Nashville, but if they have, there's also a stadium, a music stadium right at the top of Broadway. So it's like right there. Now they've done it right. I was there. The union was when the union played in Nashville and then there was a Bon Jovi concert and different stuff too. And the way that they have it set up there, it works, right? Even Madison Square Garden, that's been there forever. Everybody kind of knows you're on the train, you, you know, you you're not going to park, so don't even try it. Park in Hamilton, take the train up. Like, we all know that. That's fine. Right. However, where this is in Philadelphia, like, it doesn't it doesn't make any sense, first of all. It is no – it was a mall, now it's – or whatever, in the fashion district, basically. Like, yes. people from Philadelphia are not going to take the train or SEPTA in they're going to want to drive their car and then what's going to happen is they're going to want to leave and then we're all going to be stuck on market for three hours at a time (laughs) nobody wants that nobody nobody i think it's cool but like there's an open space like by the wells fargo like they could put a fourth location right there but they don't need to not they don't need to to do anything wrong with the wells fargo so you pull the sixers from there the flyers are whatever they are but they're still going to be there's yeah, no reason to build another 
stadium. It's absurd. Yeah, Adam's saying the same thing. It's going to be a whole new Sixers team by 2031. This team is not going to be the same draw that they are right now. So I see you, Jamie. Hang on. I'm going to, get, I'm going to say my damn point. Hang on. We just got rid of terrible ownership that was double dipping with multiple teams. This is a mistake and it's privately owned. And I don't, it, this is not what it needs to be because ownership changes. Ownership changes constantly. This is a mistake. Point blank. Yes, JD. So I would like to humor me for a minute. Um, I would love to humor you. Uh, so what, what I'm thinking is, is that by 2031, when this is actually completed, there should be infrastructure in place to kind of subsidize this. We kind of already seen this in different cities. Um, mm-hmm. We saw it in Chicago. Chicago is actually a really bad location for where they built the stadium, United, the United Center. When they first made it, it was in a bad location. It was actually terrible. It was worse than anything. And, and the least, let's be real. Like, the Sixers and the Flyers sharing the stadium makes us look low budget as shit. It makes us oh, look too sure. cheap. I agree, like, but, but Jets and Giants. Yeah, but we uh, hello. They both, answer that. You just you they, just said they, they're they're teams. I know. I was just again low hanging fruit. I wanted to I wanted to slap down those right, two. But captains. it is true. It is true. But then it's like the parking structure. Think about Temple when you go to the when you go to games when you go to. It's such a nightmare. Right, like. It just does. It's not going to work there. People are not going to. They're going to be like, where do I park? And it's going to suck. But check this out. But just, just like I said, just humor me. But think about 2031. They're doing a whole lot of construction in Philly already. They've already done it. So they, they may stop. do something. <laughs> they never stop, right? So who's to say they don't knock down more stuff and they make it more of a like? They, we have. Yeah, but if they stuff. don't listen, they the, that private investor or that guy should take that money and put it towards all the potholes on 95 so we no. can be done with this man they can finish no more road work yeah. no more road work. it's not, not the no more road work. they gotta finish the ones they've started yeah no those guys gotta have jobs dude like it's be bad days if they don't have jobs they're always gonna yeah. have jobs but 95 everybody's car it's like i every single person that drives here is like i you guys are right like it's not a joke i'm like no, no it is very real we have you could swim in our potholes. Okay, well, since we're doing that, we're doing it. So now the Sixers actually practice in New Jersey. They practice mm-hmm. in Camden, if I'm not mistaken, right? right. You're correct. Yeah. So if there's an issue, you can't put their practice facility with a new place like near the aquarium because it's just not right. They're not the Philadelphia, they're the New Jersey 76ers. So they which is why be- Harris had to sell the damn team. Yeah. Right. So what I love about this is it's it's creating a discussion about why they've had to share this place for so long. The Sixers are historically a better team than the Flyers in the last 10 years. They just are. Yeah. Unfortunately, it's just that they both suck so bad they don't get their own shit. So it's just like, hey, like it just makes them look low budget. I think this is this does help. If they can figure out the infrastructure stuff, getting people in and out. In a in a timely manner, I, that's going to be but, hard. Right where but they it's are. a mess going to the Eagles game too, though. It's a mess going to the Eagles it is. game too. It is, it's but you can. But at least in that way, there's several different ways in, and you can kind of like loop around and loop out. Like you know, like okay, the, getting up here at Packer Ave, that's going to suck. Let me go up to here. Let you know, there's when you're in on Market Street in that particular area, there's nowhere for you to go. No, so you're kind of like, and where are you waiting it out? Like you're not. 
You're not. <laughs> you're I waiting mean, you only on have... market. <laughs> it stinks. I mean, don't get me wrong. It stinks, but we're like, what? We need the, like I said, there's that space, that open space in the com the sports complex. There's a huge area. They could put. And it's a sports it there. complex. They're like, going to wind up spending more money in the long run to knock everything out. Redo. Like it's, it's six, half dozen of one, six. What is it? Six, half dozen of one, six of the other. It, you know, and it'll still kind of be in a localized area. So, it just doesn't okay. make any sense. Well, hold on. So I want to talk, Phil, well, Phil's points here that I've had up for a little bit I is can't good. read it. It says, so, I'd okay. rather than build a stadium somehow over by Xfinity. Xfinity has to be pissed because they're going to lose a ton of customers once the stadium is built. And that was in partnership with the four major teams. Mm -hmm. And it has become a destination that goes with it. What's that? But didn't you say he, he sold it? So now he sold it. So that that, that agreement is over. True, but everything is everything is right there. So it's like you park. We did a day where I'm sorry, Time where we went again. to the Franklin Institute, pulled back up, went to a Phillies game, and then we were like, you know what? There's a Flyers game happening tonight, and we literally just bought a ticket, walked in. We didn't even have to move our car. We got club box tickets for like twenty bucks. The Flyers that says a lot, right? And but I like get that. that's the Philly experience. I I get that, and you guys are absolutely right. I cannot. Tell you that you're wrong. That is a great fact. The only I just problem think is Market Street's a bad spot for it. If they're going to do what they're going to do, it that's spot. fine. Market Street, terrible. Don't do that. I there. think what they're doing, they're they're taking a page out of New York's book. Like everybody knows that Philly is in competition with New York. I don't know why New York smells terrible. I don't know why, but they're. It's because they, the buildings are so high, the heating grates and all the heat stays. So when it's hot, like right now, like people don't realize when they go to New York, they're like, oh, yeah, it's summer. Let's go. I'm like, do you guys have a death wish? Because it's hot. It's very hot right now. Every New Yorker will tell you, let's not do Anywhere that. dead center of the city in Philly is a horrible Correct. idea. Correct. And market, what is it? 10th and market? 20th and market. It's 76th place. Relax. 76 plays. And on top of it, last listen, time I checked, didn't they used to play the Palestra? If I'm not mistaken, the Palestra used to be popping. The Palestra was popping, but for college basketball, they played okay, at what the, about the Spectrum. Spectrum. They played at the, the Spectrum. Spectrum. Right. Bench, they played right. the Spectrum. Right. Wells Fargo. It's and where the, Xfinity is. There's the vet, the Spectrum. That all got knocked down and rebuilt. It's the same uh -huh. area. It's yeah. in the same area. See, here it is. Have you guys took a notice to where the interstate is? Right there. And, it, and you can see every single thing from the interstate. Have you right also there. noticed that no other team practices in New Jersey? Yeah. Why would you? Well, that's what I'm asking. New Jersey sucks. Mike's off the air, right? New Jersey sucks. Listen, and we get So this is my point. That the, the, the 76ers have been distancing themselves from the whole idea of philadelphia stuff for a minute and now they're trying to get back into the heart of philly because honestly why not and honestly if it's a bad idea people are still going to go they're just going to have to suffer through the bad bad parking like it's not a big deal like yeah but, like, yeah, but for me if i can watch it on television rather than have to go through all that <laughs> that in particular that's and what i'm gonna do this is not a like a five-year bad idea this is a 50 to 70 year bad idea. Yeah. So you don't think they're going to come up with something to, to circumvent the, the traffic? No. 
Absolutely no. not. So you think because they're going to just they, let it be bad? They have the convention center and yeah. they haven't come up with anything for that either. The convention center is like trash though. Like, come on, let's be real. Like, yeah, but it they still haven't come up with anything where they're like, here's right. the convention right. center, here's Reading, Reading Terminal. Oh, look, there's a melting pot. Like I actually it, like the Reading Terminal. Like it's actually Oh, me too. Who doesn't like Reading Terminal? But they terminal? haven't figured out that traffic either. It's like what stops you from they're going never to, those going places, to though. is that? So, and that's, and that's the point. Yeah. So all of a sudden just put a stadium there. Come on now. Listen, I'm still gonna go. I'm gonna be honest. And I'm out and I'm gonna go and I'm gonna be popping out there. And I'm gonna take the train because I'm I'm listen, with okay. These people can't get their wedding pictures on Broad Street if everybody's stuck in traffic trying to work their way around. They can. That's even better. You just stand in the middle and like hold your bride down and kiss her what like a four by four rabbit right side. With enraged Sixers fans. And Joel and B will lift them up like he did that the bot mitzvah. He's he went gonna to. he's gonna own the team by that time. He's not gonna be playing in ten years. Get out of here. What's, is it 2031? Yeah. What is it? 22 right now, right? Gosh, it's nine years. It's yeah. 2030, it's 32. First class. 31. Whatever, nobody asked you. Yeah. The lease runs out in 2031. So they'll okay. move in in 2032. Mm -hmm. And by you that time, knees are going to hold up 10 years. I don't think they're they all not. a year. What if the flyers just get absolved? Like, what if they just say we're done with the flyers in general? Like, we're just done with it. Like, Something needs to be it done. It will never happen in Philadelphia. Absolutely not. Because we're a blue collar town, aka, we would rather have the flyers than we would the Sixers. We would rather have the flyers than the the Jersey Devils. That's their their story. We knew this was wrong when they made this movie. We knew it was all about money when they made this movie in the middle of Philly. We should have knew then. What hustle? Hustle. We should have knew this Great movie. was on the horizon. Great movie, though. Great movie. Oh. What um, else you got, Chip? Adam, do you think the Sixers will win a title before 2032? Yes. No. 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 Well, that's it's fine. Let's go back. What's today? The 25th of July? Let's remember that. Just use look at the year. We know it's 10 years from now. Shit, they suck. <laughs> they can't get over we are, now. We are a Doc Rivers head coaching job away. And, a more and multiple a, players. In a more GM Well, that's a year. Away. Uh, we can wait Doc Rivers out a year. Go ahead. More than that. It's not right. Doc Rivers. It is legitimately Daryl Morey turning this It's the whole up. team. <laughs> <laughs> what team? Killing myself for the team? What team? What team? Listen, all no, I'm no. saying is I'm Morey is a part of the problem, too. I'm going to get mine. So, mm -hmm. mm -hmm. Tila, what movie right. is that? What movie is that? I wasn't listening. I'm sorry. Oh. Team? What team? I'm no. Gonna get mine. I'm gonna get mine. That's a, that's the worst attitude I ever heard. Attitude reflect leadership, Captain. Um. Let's go. Come on, just on the tip of your tongue. I can see it. Coach Carter. Come on. No. Am I close? No. Oh wait, no. Is that's it is it the one I love? I, you do love this movie. Remember the Titans? Thank you, ma'am. Yes. <laughs> Thank you, ma'am. Sorry, I was in. I'm sorry, I was in basketball mode at that moment in time. Listen, this is a sports podcast. We go from topic to topic. And speaking of that, Ooh, you're my boy. You're out. I, um, eight games this week. Some situations arose. Nothing with coaching problems, though, um, because it was two different tournaments, and it wasn't that one team that was the sucky, sucky, suck, suck team. Um, Phil, I know you are on. Phil is a softball umpire, so you are not allowed to answer these hypothetical situations. I'm going to present items and issues that happened 
and you have to tell me why the rule was ruled the way it was or what the decision was made. Have you talked to Tila about these previously? No, I have not. She's so tired of hearing my umpire stories. Honest to God, he starts talking and I'm like, that's cool. Oh. (laughs) This is... This is that Charlie Brown topic. Have, listen, if anybody oh. wants to know anything that goes on, just tune into his umpire, his stories. umpire right stories and go to his, it's like a diary. It'll tell you the whole thing. I've opted out of that story. <laughs> She's not taking it. So here's situation up. number one. Right, um, okay. Again, little kids tournament. So you have to also think along that, along those lines. Kid goes to bunt, shows bunt. Okay. Pitcher starts the delivery. Kid pulls bat back onto shoulder. Swings away fully. Kid is immediately called out. Why? Because he showed bunt first. The rules change for a bunt. Right or wrong? He's called out immediately. Like, like he no longer has chances to hit. The play is over. He no, is he immediately out. Did he? Have, he's already showed bunt. Yeah, but did he already have like a count? On nope. Him? He showed bunt, Tila. That's the answer. No, I, I'm with you. I'm just asking the question. Is that so in little league baseball, so change. in little league baseball, they use you know solid aluminum bats, and when players come running in full speed when they see bunt. And then you pull back and take a full swing, it is a safety issue. And most tournaments, when you show bunt, you have to either bunt or pull back. You are not allowed to take a full swing. Why wouldn't you bunt? Because he was trying to move a runner by stealing. The and runner was trying to point, steal. Just go for it. The runner was trying to steal third. Right. So the third baseman coming in, he didn't want to actually bunt. No, I get it. Right. So it was okay. a safety issue. Kid was immediately called out. Kid was mad at his coaches for not telling him the rule. Not me. Situation number one, you guys crushed it. That was an easy. That was an easy one. There you go. You that was a bump. Well, I know. I was, I was looking for the reasoning. Oh, okay. Thanks. Okay. Situation number two. Ground ball hit the shortstop. Okay. Big chunky fellow on first base. Running nice and slow. Lizzo chunky or big poppy chunky? Uh, Kid. Right? He had a mullet. Oh. Oh, definitely Big Poppy. He had a mullet. Oh, yeah, he oh, Big Poppy. So Big Chunky fellow running from first to second. Very slow ground ball to shortstop. Fields it. Is that important to the story? Shortstop fields it. I don't know. Shortstop fields it, tosses it to second. The second okay. baseman drops the ball. Okay. However... The runner is out. What did I call? Interference. Again, he's running from first to second. Oh, he's running from first. Okay, he's running from first to second. And the ball is at the shortstop. Why did I call this young fellow out? Because the did, ball's dead. It wasn't. No. Did he run into the to the shortstop? He did not. He, was, he, running, run into- he was running from first to second. The, right. the shortstop fielded the ball and threw it to second base. Okay. Where the second baseman dropped the ball. He dropped it on the, the base. On, what's that? He dropped it on the base. He did not. Also, that's dumb. That's stupid. Phil, hang on. I'm going to give him like two more guesses. 
Again, I called this chunky fellow out, even though he reached the base safely before the ball. Oh, he reached it first. He ran. No, 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 I'm sorry. No, no, I apologize. He reached the base safely well after the ball was dropped. Yeah, but it was already caught on the base. It was not. It was dropped. I don't know what type of damn baseball y'all damn playing, damn. Shit. Hold on. Okay. Nah, this is a bullshit. <laughs> running from first to second base. Yeah, trying to make sure it. I'm explaining right. Kids running from first to second base. He gets about halfway there. And oh, he's supposed to go down. back and touch the base. He's supposed to nope. go back and touch the base. Grab ball. Grab ball. Wait. Oh, he slowed down. He slowed down. So he was gonna try to run back to first. No, it was ground ball. He had to go to second. Okay. It was a force Just play. Tell us the damn answer, man. This shit is. It had nothing to do with the slide. He wasn't anywhere near the base. Phil. Phil and. And yeah, there was no runner interference. There was no runner interference. Then y'all playing some damn weird ass baseball, dude. Like I'm done. That's why I quit playing baseball because of y'all. But nope, not on the transfer. He literally did not catch the ball. But he, he did it hit him? It? Did he hit him? The second baseman, the ball was thrown to him, and he did not ever catch it. So then, why would the kid why be did out? I call the runner out? Are you a bad? With no argument, by the way, from the coach. Are you a bad umpire? No, I'm a great was umpire. He, was he a? Oh. Was he on first or did he hit the ball? He was on first base. Did he give himself up? He didn't want to run anymore? He had kind of given himself up, but okay. then he realized that he could still have an opportunity. Okay. And started running again. Okay. So it's a start stop. So what about, what about the guy? Not, wait, what about the guy on first? What do you mean about the guy on first? So the guy was the ball was hit. So then the, the runner had yeah, to he, run to first base. Okay, so he got there, no problem. Okay. But then, when he were to slow it, this has to do with the with the first base. Guys, he ran out of the base path. That that's what I said. No, you didn't. I said yes, you did. Well, then I apologize. In the beginning, I said he ran out of the line. I apologize. He ran like nine steps out of the base paths. Do you know how many times this has come up just in life? I apologize. Wow. I, I was just not. I, she answered this. That's why I was like, it can't be. She said it like one of the first guesses. That's why I didn't guess it. Thank you. Max, I did say. This is proof. Why did I call him out? Yeah, you all can move this man. All right. Last one. Last one. Last one. Pop fly. Along the fair foul line on first base. Okay. Mm-hmm. The pitcher is coming to catch the ball. The batter is running out of the box along the line. There is contact. Oh, the runner's out. Runner's out. Why? Because he hit the, the guy that was going to catch the ball. But according to the cheap seat moms, What's the, cheap the seat? runner, meaning it's the moms who are like, my baby never does anything wrong and they don't know the rules and I really wish they did, those parents, doesn't, quote, the runner have a right to the base path. No. no, because it's in the line of where they're going to they're catch the ball and potentially they have to be able to attempt to make the play. There's a phrase for it, though, and I don't know what it's called. Exactly, that's right. It's the runner's job to avoid the fielder. Yeah. He can go two steps. Two. I'm oh. so proud of her. Go two steps in, go two steps out. Well, you can slow down. You can speed forward. You cannot make contact, and you cannot interfere with the first defender. He was the first guy making a play at the ball. Facts. So I want to throw this out there that this is actually <laughs> you set us up. 
because you told us before that the dude was out of the path of the base on the last one. So this is really fucking amateur hour over here, dude. Let me tell you why I know that. Because it happened to work in. <laughs> yes, it did. Share the story. Did you argue? Did you pull a Karen? No, I did not. Oh, you yelled. No, I did not. Actually, you texted me all angrily, all because, caps, uh, because, to make sure I got the explanation. Hold right. on. Because it was actually so bad for bad. both teams, because none of them knew the rules, that they were all, all the coaches were pulling up the rules on their phones, because they none of them knew. And I was like, because, and I thought the same thing. I'm like, but he's running. You step into the path. I don't understand why this happened. And then it's because... Nathan was running. He tried to avoid the kid, but the kid also then ran up. It was like, so now I just, every time I hear things like that, I'm like, oh. Base path. Base path. Uh-huh. Adam, I do have the weirdest things because doing my, like, little kid baseball, they find the, they find the every single bottom of barrel rule. And it's my job as an umpire to try and calmly explain things to parents and coaches and things like that. And they never understand. All right. Parents are the worst, my segment. I am. And guess calling your own kid out must be a very funny scenario. Max, there was a day when I had to ump my 8-year-old and my 12-year-old, and I called them both out on strike threes looking. It was a very quiet car ride home, even though I was right both times. Facts. That's how you know you're real as shit. All right, team. Are you ready for this? Can you're you give in your me field? the big box? I'm in okay. my fields, man. All right, so – well, a couple of weeks ago, everybody knows I'm a basketball coach, right? So I am in a, I am in a meeting. Uh, we're having our South Carolina, our state um, coaches clinic, where everybody from the state comes, and we have these speakers from all these different colleges come. So there has been talks about our state changing our rule that you can go to school at any school you want to. Like it doesn't matter okay. if you're in the district or in the zone. They're trying to go away with that. Well, we know that the world is crazy and it's ruled by money. So bigger schools are going to have better shots at getting better players. And it's going to make things a little harder to keep the good players at smaller schools, but maybe less right. money hat. All right. So today I go listen to the speaker. I'm in here. I'm putting on my hat. All right. So I am Coach Dean right now. Coach Dean is in this scenario. And we're talking about players and how there's no loyalty. So my gripe is with with the parents, all right. If you raise little Johnny son of a bitch to be a jump shooter, <laughs> what's his last name? Is that French? Jo- Johnny son of a bitch. There's umlauts over the it's, A. It's Polish. It's a German. I can I can umlauts. say it because my wife is Polish. I I just let's figure. It. I thought it out there. Um. Oh, so it's one one word. Son of a bitch. Some bitch. Right. Some some son of a bitch. All right. Listen. Okay. Anyway. So my man's, my man's. Sorry, I love my man, Phil. Oh, hey, Phil. Phil. Okay. So basically, not to get off topic. So we're in this thing this, with this coach. I will not name his name. So he makes the comment that we shouldn't be worried about, you know, players being snatched up and being taken from us because we're going to have to coach no matter what, which is absolutely true. I get that. But there needs to be a burden on the parents in general, like you got latchkey kids everywhere, kids that are like just not being like raised. They're basically because you know both parents have to work. Like unfortunately, that's the world we live in, where not yeah. one person can make enough money. So now you got kids that are basically going to the highest bidder, and 
there's nobody at home saying, hey, Johnny Summerbitch, don't transfer schools 15 times because you don't like your coach or because you can't live through adversity. And now, you know, I hate these participation trophies, and this is just a reflection of that. You cannot, as a parent, this is a shout out to parents, and this is for me too, just because your son or daughter is not excelling in a sport does not mean that you have the right to take them out of the situation. Only thing you're doing is making them a weak-ass adult because things are going to happen. You're not going to be the winner all the time. You're not even going to be the best player on your team all the time. So for parents out there, if you're listening to me, are they going to higher income schools? Is that like the... They're going to places where there's like NIL deals and more playing yeah. time and more opportunities. So it's school vouchers, but for sports. Exactly. So Got check it. this out. So South Carolina is one of the states that like we don't have a like a huge private school presence because public schools rule, rule the roost because we have a lot of Nike and Adidas schools. So we have the, the, sneaker, the sneaker companies pretty much decide who's going to have the best teams because everybody wants to play there. So, for example, there's a kid who has transferred three times in three years. Little Johnny now is a sophomore junior and has played at three different area high schools. At what point do we say little Johnny is uncoachable? Because you've had to go to three different places and it didn't work out. It's not those three different places. It's you, young man. You are the problem. Your mom and dad should be slapped across the face, and they should tell you to sit your ass down and just deal with adversity. So, unfortunately, but, we live in a microwave world. Go ahead. But but I can tell you, like, just doing all these tournaments, it is a lot of the times the parents and their kids and, you know. The, Always the parents. And the, and the parents going, oh, it's the umpires. Like, the championship game of this tournament that I did yesterday, the final score was 14 to nothing. Wow. But do you but do you know why it was 14 nothing? Because, because my team was just depleted. Because my partner missed three strike calls. Say again. According right, exactly. to the losing team's parents. The reason why it was 14 nothing is because the home plate umpire, not me, I was the base umpire, missed three calls for strikes. Hold on, wait, wait. So wait. I'm I'll make sure I'm, I'm doing hood math real quick. Sure, 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 sure. Right. It doesn't make sense. No, 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 no. Even if you got the three runs, even if the bases were loaded every single time. Right, but that's what he's saying. They they want to blame them no matter what. Okay. It's like sometimes your kids. Just there, run into a buzzsaw. Yeah. I mean, it happens. Look, there are times when our oldest, especially, is so on his game, it's disgusting. And then there are times when, like every other kid, he has a tough game. He has a tough day. And you know what? That's okay. That's And he beats himself up about it. And I'm like, bud. Hard. I'm like, bud. It happens. Like, it happens. Whatever. I'm not going to say that it was the ump's fault. I'm not going to say that it was anybody else's fault. It, it is what it is. And more parents need to say, like, you know what? Sometimes you just lose. Sometimes you suck, bud. Like, I'm going to be on. And, and what me. can we learn from this? So, like, I know. Ben Simmons. You're raising the ben next. Simmons. You're Carson raising Wynn. the next Things. versions. You're raising the next versions of these players we love to poke fun at. Like, you know how many parents in Philly probably were like, well, Carson Wentz is not loyal. Ben Simmons is not loyal. Well, check this out. If your kid has been to more than two schools in three years, then you're the problem. <laughs> you are the problem, yeah. sir. 
Yeah, it's 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 the matter of if they're transferring for sports, especially like it's different if you're being bullied or something. That's one thing, but like you're transferring for sports. But it does, and yeah, to a point, to a point. But like playing sports, like at the level even that we're talking about, like. The MO on my strikes. So we know like when you talk about like professional umpire and like professional sports, there's analytics and all this stuff. There's for baseball too. So I've worked with some of these teams enough where they go, they see me walk up and I'm the home plate umpire and they go, Hey, he is going to call the outside strike all day long as a pitcher. You know that cause you're going to keep hitting that spot as a batter, you know, you need to protect it. So you have two choices. You can either, if you see that pitch coming up, you can foul it off and wait for the next one or you can let me call it as a strike three every time. And be like, oh, he's not being fair. No, you need to adjust to what it's going to be. Yeah, it's the Doc Rivers thing. It's the it's the Doc Rivers thing. Like, you have to be able to adapt to your situation. And what we're doing is now because we're now we're te- we're all teachers, we're all parents, and we're all love sports. So there's a common denominator in all that. As a parent, you have to be the protector of your children. So you have to protect their peace, but you also have to prepare them for life. And life is shitty. I'm just being honest with everybody yeah. out here. And it's shitty for everybody. It's not a race thing. It's not an anything thing. It's a it's a life thing. Like, there's going to be bad things that are going to happen to you throughout your life. Adversity makes the man or the woman. So if you can't handle adversity on your team, your coach benches you because you've been, sh- you've been sucking. I'm that parent that calls and says, hey, like, for example, I'm going to use my son's name. I'm going to say Jonah. He went to camp today. He didn't play well. Today he sucked. Tomorrow he could go back and he might have the best game of his life. And I'll tell him at that day, hey, son, you got a real future at this. But in the moment that he sucks, I'm not the guy that's saying, he's just picking on you, son. Let's go. We're not playing here anymore. Take our ball nope. and go home. We're not doing that. We make our kids play through stuff. We have our youngest um, was the quarterback for his football team. And, you know, there were some issues with some – with and not some, A – mother who was 100% a Karen, 100% a Karen about, she had a thing about him. I don't know what it was, but she was always on the, on the sidelines constantly. People like that are poison and they're incorrect. She never thought her kid did anything wrong. And I'm like, I hate to break it to you, but your kid is one of the worst players on this team. But you know what? They were seven. So that's going to change. And that's okay. Like my kid, he just, you know, some days he was okay with it. And some days when it was really muddy out, he wasn't feeling it. But as a parent, I can say like, hey, like that was not your game. That was not your best game. Like we can talk about. But she was like picking on a kid through and she's an adult or like, I guess, an adult and like, she only was focused on her one child and trying to get all the other moms. And then like, I was like, whoa, 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 whoa. So now this year he's not interested in playing, right? He's not, he's not, we could have pulled him mid year, but that's not how we do things. You're going to finish your season no matter what happens. But this year, now we made the choice. Like, and he said, he goes, I, I don't really love it. I'm like, then you don't have to do it now. We we're done. He's doing fall ball because he loves baseball. Baseball, yeah. That's cool. But like, but he's now gonna... signed up for it and he's going to play the whole season. Right. Oh, and it's yeah. going to be tough. He's fine. Because it's the first fine. time he's going to see real 
you know, mm-hmm. kid pitching. Everything's been machine pitch. Yeah. Or, well, oh, that's fine. It's gonna like, be. He's got to own up. He's got to right. play through the season. You got to learn. You got to figure it out. And there's so many times where, you know, people just like they pull them. They're like, no, we're gonna go here. We're gonna go here during during COVID. And so, like they were like, oh, what? It's not happening right now. Well, let's go over here now. Oh, now now our team's back. Let's bring our kids back. And like, you're also hindering your kids from getting comfortable playing with this playing with their play you know what i mean like getting a feel for something now they got it's like it's just ridiculous parents are un unbelievable but that's what we're unbelievable at. let's be real let's let's be real let's go to the classroom let's look at yeah. the classroom yeah you got, you got little johnny he hasn't turned in his work especially during covid you know everything's electronic so that really is on the the parents to make sure that the work's being done at home yeah but oh, <laughs> you oh, have people calling and telling the teacher, oh, teachers. You know, people telling, oh, the teachers are not doing this. The teachers aren't doing anything. If you didn't have respect for teachers before COVID, you damn sure got respect for them now because they got little Johnny some of bitch every day and they right. having to deal with his mood swings and all but, this crap. But that's the other thing. They want to complain. They wanted to complain about the teachers, but at the same time, they're like, I can't get them to do his work. Okay, well, take 25 of them in a classroom every single day. And then let's have a conversation about, oh, well, my kid. Well, shut the fuck up. How's that sound? I like the way It's you, so exhausting. And, you came in. and if you can't get your kid to do it, why would they respect me? They're teaching. But that's what's crazy. They do. Like the, the homes, like for me and Chip, for example, like when you go into, you start dealing with these players and they don't have a male figure. And then you're having a conversation with a mom about it. Like, hey, like. I can't get little so-and-so to do his work. Can you talk to him? And you get through to the kid. You get through to the kid. And now he's doing his work. He's showing up to practice on time. He's doing everything's right. That's the good stuff. But the bad stuff is sometimes it's the parent that's overbearing who thinks they know what they're talking about. Listen, I I forgot more basketball than most of these parents know. Like, I forgot it. So when you're having conversations about adversity, regardless if it's in basketball or in schoolwork, but in life, like we're trying to teach young men how to be men. And unfortunately, when you have young boys that you're raising, you have to be kind of hard on them because the world is unfortunately cruel and nobody's going to take care of you when you get in the real world. But these parents, they handicap these kids. They put them in. They basically just give them everything. And then they wonder when they got to do some adversity, why they just quit. They quit because you've given them everything. Like there's a lot of participation trophy generation. You and I have talked about this. You and I have talked about this. I have made points of this with my principal, with my vice principal. I do not like when they're like three and four. That's what I mean. When they're little, different because you're getting them interested. Yeah, you're getting them interested. Like, look, they're so excited. They get their first trophy. They want to do it again the next year, and then all of a sudden, you realize, like, yo, little uh, little Tommy's got an arm, right? You know. Or like little Sarah can fucking throw I that always, ball. So yeah, my we, little Sarah can throw. She can definitely throw that thing. When when we do awards for the marking period, each marking period, I've got teachers that I work with who give out 30, 40, 50 awards a marking period. I give out two per class. And they go, well, how do you decide? I look at the grades. The top two scores get an award. Because right. then if you're getting something from me, you've act it means something. Right. But also I do want to say that like I always we always tell our kids, like, 
hard work beats talent when talent doesn't work hard. True. And and they'll there get, are and they'll get there other right. Things. There are kids that. I mean, sometimes it does matter. Effort matters. It so does. Maybe they don't have the highest grade in the class, but they've worked the fucking hardest over everybody else. In my class, that, that shit matters. I have a policy where even if you bomb every single assignment, every single test, every single quiz, if you turn in and do every assignment in a marking period, the lowest grade I'm going to give you is a 75. That's fair. I mean, but think about what. Because at least you tried. You so, made the effort. Right. So the, the technical application of school is supposed to get people ready for real world life, right? That's the technical application of school. Life. That's it. Now it's not so, what it has ever been. been no, but that's what it's supposed to be. Nowadays, it's let's work you very, very, very hard and expect you to continue to work, but not pay you for the work that you're doing, which is far exceeds the stuff that you're doing. Exactly. So let's just do this. Let's take this little walk. So we're talking about Castellanos. Like people are talking about Castellanos, Nick Castellanos, or whatever in the comment that Max puts up. All right. And it's come on, man. That's a stupid question when he's asked about the booze. But Which now, time out. Let me just say, Wait, Jim, did I what? So happened? Jim Salisbury, who is an actual good reporter. Yes. Right. He's not one of these like 94, 1975 Joe Schmo guys. No, Joe Schmo. He is an actual reporter, and he said, hey, when you struck out and you've been struggling, did you hear the booze? And how did you – because Castellanos chose to come here with a big contract this offseason. And rather than answering the question, Castellanos gets into an argument with a reporter who's doing his job and saying – Come on, man. That's a stupid question. Well, because he's saying, yeah, I heard it. Without like, answering no, no, the question. No, no, no. Like, no, no, no. No, 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 right? no, no, no. That's turning uh, and saying, how dare you ask me that question? That's a because look, That's not how I took it, though. Because look, at when Alec Bohm got called out for, I fucking hate this place, oh, yeah. he owned up to it. He's like, you know Wait, what? I was pissing myself. That. I was mad at myself. And then, you know that's what? That's a t-shirt now. Right. He was for I everybody. Love this. He goes, I fucked up. I was mad at myself. They were right to boo me. And what happens the next night? Yep. Joel Embiid had to learn that as well. And now he's like, yeah, you know what? You're right. I got to play harder for them, which is what Philadelphia is actually about. But once you take away. We don't have to look far here. Tila, come with me for a minute. Close your eyes. Yes. Bryce Harper okay. in, in 2019 was asked about the booze, right? And he says, I would do the same thing. It's not fun to lose. All right. That's why that I would boo. Right. Yeah. That's why that guy's the MVP. And he makes a crap ton of money. And he's like one of the faces of the MLB. And that other guy could possibly just disappear in a couple of years. Like, let's just be real. Like, let's just be honest. Mm-hmm. Like, we're raising a we're raising now men who now get to take who get mad at people who are paid to ask questions about asking questions. Like, And what's the narrative really going to be? The Philly sports media is mean. In no. this situation, the They're Philly not. sports media was doing their job. That's like me asking my kid if they brought home a test that was like not their best grade and being like, who did you study? And then being like offended that I even That's asked a stupid that question. question. That's no, hold on. Of course you- I did. Would like, you ask? Would you ask little Johnny that question? 
Like Doc Rivers says, would you like when he when Doc Rivers tells the reporter, would, would you, you ask, ask would you ask Popovich that question? At some point, like you are going to pay millions of dollars, and this kind of wait, did somebody say that? Would you ask? So, so Doc Rivers got asked a question. You know, met, he, bit, all no, these months was, ago when he, they, they were struggling, he, about the, he gets like, asked a question. It was about him giving up a huge lead, and they said, yes. "Would you would you have taken Joel out or whatever?" Uh, whatever, or whoever it was that got hurt. Would you, would you have done something like, differently? Would you, all right. Would you ask Popovich that? No, because Popovich wouldn't get dubbed like that. Like, that's why Popovich wouldn't right. He His response, not instead of answering that. the question was, well, Greg Popovich, would you ask Greg Popovich? You are not Greg Popovich. Well, that, but also, he would have figured it out first. And if he didn't, he would answer the question. Yeah, I screwed He'd be up. like, I, I, you know what? I really thought I had something. I didn't, and there you go. I thought we could do it. You know, yeah, they're they're floating the they're floating the Jalen Rager trade request. We can float it all along. Nobody's taking them. Listen, you know, it's just be- listen, you got enough trouble. You got y- y'all need to shh about the Eagles right now. This is from last week with J Jaw. Listen, okay, I'm gonna be honest with you. <laughs> <laughs> right, let's just throw it out there. I don't have no beef with J Jaw no more. Me and him, good. We didn't talk about it. We didn't kumbaya. Like he, he a tight end now. I gotta get. We did a all, we did a whole forty five minute show. I where know. We and I was, and I was the bus. on the other side of this table, jumping up and down, saying things and texting him because I didn't want to get involved. But I was like, you know, first of all, good for him. Like if you've got a problem or you think something's funny or you want to come and just call him up. No, what Say he it. did, what he oh, did. He, was he had a problem, and rather than yo, I'll solve it, he went around and tried to come back at the people who were saying these things. Go fix it. I'll shut up as soon as you fix it. Right. No, but what I'm saying is, I appreciate. Jay was respectful though. He was. That he did that. I love it. I love it so much. He wasn't. He wasn't like Rager, who sends his daddy out on social media. And for the record, as Chip will tell you, I am confident that this year that 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 move is the is the right move for him. I think that move. Plus the pressure that he's being put under is gonna make a diamond. I'm hoping. Okay. Tim Listen, he can and be I'm nice to me. I'm I the nice you. one. You are the nice one. All right. So let's just do this for a second. Let's look at the Eagles real quick. We've been we've been wanting to talk about it possibly. Um, D- Jalen Hurts catches a lot more grief than Jalen Rager. I can assure that you. That is very. True. The things that they have said about Jalen Hurts actually. I love that man. Wow. Look at that man. Look at him. Look at that man. I love don't him. like his hoop earring. It makes it reminds me of Michael Jordan. But um, I love the him. fact that this dude is one of the most disrespected professional athletes, starting quarterbacks that I've seen in a while. Yeah. Really bothers me, and I and I've said this on many shows because the fact that they try to insult his intelligence is my biggest issue. Oh, I know. Long, for a very long time, even going back to Randall Cunningham, they've always disrespected black quarterbacks and saying that they can't read defenses. That is absolutely you can, you can not go true. you can go with Randall Cunningham, you can go with Jalen Hurts. Look at Kyler Sport. Murray's new look at Kyler Murray's new contract. There's a study clause. Yeah. And and let's just And it real. all ties into if you remember many, many years ago with Don McNabb and Rush Limbaugh. Yep. <laughs> Yeah, like at some point you have to stop the narrative that black quarterbacks are not as intelligent as white quarterbacks, and it has nothing to do with that. But I'm gonna be I'm gonna be completely honest with you. If we can be real here, I feel like this is a safe place. 
I it is. You know, you know that. There's a stereo, there's a stereotypical thing in sports that has something to do with race. It's unfortunate <laughs> that it's that way, but it is. Like there's not enough black players in the MLB. And a lot of them, when they do make it, they're not, they're not actually, they don't actually make it, make it. They make it to like the, the, the minors and they won't, but sometimes they don't get moved up. In basketball, the NBA is like 75% African-American and foreigners now. There's very little white guys that really, like American white guys that make it. So when we get to the NFL, it's one of the more continuity places because there's normally, there's more white quarterbacks and white offense alignment and but the more of the skill positions, the faster positions are black guys, unfortunately, with the probably with the, with the exception of like Cooper Cup and maybe like Hunter Renfro um, mm-hmm. McCaffrey. But that's what I'm saying. So, like, to say that there's not a racial undertone on some of this stuff is absolutely ridiculous. It just is like, unfortunately, we're just there. But we got to call a spade a spade. So Max really loved our Kaepernick conversation a couple weeks ago. Yeah, loved it. And he said, if Cap was white, do you think it would have been blackballed? Absolutely not. Absolutely not. not. No. Absolutely not. Not even also, close. Also, though, Go ahead. I have so much. I have so much to unpack with this man. Who so Cap? much to unpack. Or yes. Jalen. Yeah, no, Cap, no, not Jalen. Cap. Cap. Because I think that I don't at all have a problem with anything that he did. Because, mm-hmm. like, okay. He did it ahead of schedule. He he did, but and then you hear like, well, he was raised by white parents and blah blah blah. Like, okay, so we got a, he got opportunities that he wouldn't have had had he not been. What a monster. How dare he? So he's the he's somebody that can say, Hey, you know what? From my experience, I was fortunate, but you know what I mean? Like, he's just raising an issue, raising attention to something. The things that happened afterward. Maybe not his, not his best foot forward. For right. for some things, what didn't he have a tryout with San Francisco or something? And then no, like, San Francisco got rid of him. He had a tryout with a couple of teams, and no, none of the teams. But really... somebody wanted him, but they didn't want him as a first string, and he was pissed about that because he felt like he deserved more than that. And he and he may have. I person, just me. I don't think that he's like the greatest quarterback he's in not. the world. He's not, but. Right. He's better than some of the shit that we have out there right now. And hold on, hold on. No, no, he's not. Let's go, T. Let's talk five, about it, T. Five years ago, Kaepernick was. Somebody who's been yeah, out of the okay. league for five years is not right, the right, same right. level. Okay. Of course. Like, I'm not I, talking hey, about right this second, on, but I'm now. talking I, about then, too. Right, I agree. <laughs> then he should have got a chance. We're now five, six years removed. He's been out of the league longer than he was even in the league. At this point, I hate to put it this way, but I'm taking Josh Rosen as a backup over Colin Kaepernick because Josh Rosen has at least been in the league for the last six years. Yeah, but right. it's not Colin Kaepernick's fault that he hasn't been in the You're league. You're right, but it's still the situation. Years. We just spent 25 minutes talking about, you know what, you can't transfer teams and you can't do this. He had an opportunity when he was in San Francisco to continue playing the game, and he chose not to. That's, that's what he, I'm They saying. offered him a contract. He said no. And then he's going to cry boo-hoo that nobody offered him a deal because he got blackballed. Absolutely. Right. But now six years later, he can't still be butthurt that nobody wants to give a guy who's six years removed from the NFL. That's like going to the Canadian Football League, finding a guy who retired 10 years ago and being like, hey, we want to sign you to our team. It's not – he's not at the same level as the backups in the league 
now. For sure. I'm not saying that. I'm not saying that. What I'm yeah. that was like. Go a ahead, whole, I'm gonna let you go. I'm gonna let you go first. That, right? that was a whole that was a whole rigmarole of a situation that I was not talking about. There's a lot about. of emotion. There's a lot of emotion. I was talking about then. <laughs> then agreed. Okay. Now, okay. now I know he's been like working out and stuff like that. And they said he's doing he's doing well, but I agree. He's not in he's not in training camp, whatever, can conditioning and stuff like that again totally agree i I just i just think that what's his name is in this league right now aaron Rodgers is in this league um you know that guy from the bills who i hate what's his name josh allen no oh you just in general oh the the uh, cole beasley cole beasley is it all the shit that these people talk and nothing happens to them However, somebody with more melanin in their body can say the same thing and get longer, like more severe punishments, more money they owe. Like, I don't understand. I don't get it. All right, can I jump in here real quick? I yeah, sorry, There's a couple things I need to point out. Colin Kaepernick was raised by a white family, but he's biracial, so, um, so that's kind of half and half. It could have been either right. side that took him. Um, people don't realize, like, when you are really light-skinned, you're kind of in that weird spot. So you're not really sometimes black enough, and sometimes you're not white enough. Correct. So exactly. He had, a, he had a, a better vantage point than most people anyway. I just don't know if Colin Kaepernick was the person that should have stepped up. It's just he didn't have the... He just didn't have the right platform, and he who didn't have enough notoriety where it matters. Correct. Uh, Malcolm Jenkins has been doing it right, man, this whole time. That man. Right. Right. So, like a guy like Malcolm Jenkins is in the background. He kind of had to step away when some of the stuff started going left, but he stayed kind of consistent with what he did. So, let's say this is a player. Let's say instead of it being Colin Kaepernick, it is Russell Wilson. Yeah. So let's say it's Russell Wilson who's now kneeling. Um. He's our he people think that. very he wouldn't, but let's and, say but he's but I, even if he did, I, I hate care. to put it even this way because I hear exactly what you're saying. They don't Jimmy. even show it on, on right? television. If Colin Kaepernick had won that Super Bowl, very different. He would have been the right person for it. Yes. But that's so, so ridiculous. So, it's so not no, though. The proof is not. in the like you need no, those elite I, I know, guys I'm to saying, set the tone. I know. I'm saying like it's ridiculous that what you is, need somebody what do you like call that to a leader with no followers. A, a player. Just a guy taking a walk. So we And that's so, what Kaepernick was. So we're gonna now we're gonna move to what Tila is talking about when she's saying the backlash and stuff about a lot of this stuff. So as a mm-hmm. black man, like a black man in America, unfortunately, until people see like the oppression of another person and it matters to them, like for example, like I have a lot of white friends. We got like white homeboys I hang out with. And I always put in that perspective when we talk about police brutality and all this stuff. Imagine mm-hmm. if it was me. I'm at a routine traffic stop and I am killed. You guys know I don't bother anybody. I'm not, you know, I'm not a troublemaker. I'm not a, you know, a pretty law-abiding citizen Mm -hmm. for the most part. So if something happens to me, my friends will be, I say, don't be in the streets protesting for me. Be in the streets protesting for everybody. Like if there was a white guy that was killed in the streets by somebody, regardless if it was police or not, 
I'm I'm mad about it. Like I'm pissed. Like nobody should leave a routine traffic stop in a pine box, unfortunately, or a body bag. It's it's mm-hmm. it's if you can't arrest Agreed. the person at the time, go serve a warrant. Like they serve warrants every day. My dad did it for 30 years. Like if you can't get the guy now, you have his license, you know where he's going. Sometimes you can even impound his damn car. Like mm-hmm. just take him to jail. Like I just think the court. rules, the rules should be consistent no matter what they are across the exactly. board. No matter right. what. I mean, and especially in the NFL, the NFL, you can beat your wife and play on Sunday. You know what? You're hitting the, you're hitting the heart. Listen, heart we are, you are right, but we are approaching two hours and that is a whole nother no, I Pandora. Know. I'm just, I'm just saying. Right. That's not, that's not right. right. Okay. You know, Crimes that's against why women sometimes are barbaric. I'm telling you, they're barbaric. Like these I guys agree, are, but remember, these guys are warriors. They're well, barbarians. Anyway, the point of the Shut story is, Shut up. is that to circle it all the way back around, Jalen Hurts has He's, been getting a lot of backlash as a quarterback, which is unfair. And if I see on WIP or everything else, every single week on Twitter, without fail, it's like they're – Gotcha. Thing. He's our quarterback. Like, Just let it go. Should the Eagles draft a quarterback? Would Carson Wentz be better? Would 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 McNabb My ever let this go? Like, shut thing. up. My he is favorite the thing I saw this Just week. Suck it up and move on. Pick My, a new topic. My favorite thing that I saw this week is there was a video from like an OTA, and Nick Sirianni and Jalen Hurts are doing this handshake. I love him. And Nick Sirianni him. goes to give like I think it was AJ Brown the same handshake, and he didn't know it. Or Jalen Hurts wanted to give A.J. Brown a handshake. And Nick Sirianni has a microphone, and he says, the only people who know this are me, my son, and Jalen. Jalen Hurts is the quarterback of this football team, as long as Nick Sirianni is the coach of this football team. Let's be real. End full I'm stop. Excited. I'm sorry, but if you're letting people progress and grow and do all that kind of stuff, like – they can progress and grow. He's progressing and growing. Look at what he came into. Like, come on. We're I'm excited for this season. I think the season's gonna be a good one. The dude gets his hips around now. That's what they complain. Last year they complained he doesn't get his hips square. His hips have been square. He's been hitting guys on the money. AJ Brown, your new wide receiver, is telling you to lay off this guy. Like, literally. Like, let's let the guy play a couple games first. You guys let Carson Wentz run a muck for like two or three years. And he didn't even win us the Super Bowl. But, Let's talk about yeah. that. But you know what I love to hear? Oh, but he got us so far, and then Nick Foles took it home. Like, shut but up. J.D. What? J.D. What? Remember how often we tried to run McNabb out of town, and he yeah. was elite. He is the best quarterback to ever play the franchise. Yeah, except when he's hold on, he did shit the bed. Sure, but there is there is not a good look for him. But there is no (laughs) quarterback that has ever played in Philadelphia that has ever been better. There is no quarterback that has ever been better in a Philadelphia uniform. Blank. Period. So let's call it like it is. Let's call spade a spade. As you always say, Jalen Hurts is runs. He is athletic as fuck. People. People can say what they want to say about Michael Vick, and I agree, p- huge piece of shit. But as an athlete, he is, is he an really athlete. Piece of shit, though. Piece of shit. But as an he athlete, served his time. Yes, he did. And the point, right. the I still don't have to like him, but no, I'm not saying I'm not going to have him dog sit. I'm not going to have him dog sit. What Ow. I'm saying is, he's an he's an athlete, an elite, a- an athlete. He wasn't 
the best he, with his arm wasn't the best, but he could run. We are live. He's a beat. Abuse. All I'm saying is you're you're oh, right, Tila. You're right, Tila. You're right about him possibly having I'm some like, character. I issues. love an athlete. Like, bring it on. I don't. Want, I don't. Why want, would you not want to? Jalen Hurts doesn't have character issues. No. no, he is a great leader. He's a better leader than McNabb ever was. He's a better leader than Vic ever was. Now the athleticism is coming. Those are things that you. What can about Garcia? Teach. Was he? Shut your mouth. Is that butt fumble? Uh, no, that's Sanchez. Mark Sanchez. Sanchez. I always mess them up. Because they were both Sanchez. whatever they were. No, Garcia Dirty had Sanchez. red hair. You can't miss them. It's the reason why Jalen Hurts He's will bald. not be accepted in this town is the same reason why the Flyers aren't going anywhere. Oh, and Dirty that's Sanchez. all I'm going to say. Is it because of the fans in Philadelphia? I don't know. I, I, I'm, I'm saying sometimes... It's just the white thing to do. Jalen Hurts been is, a show. is the best. That's been the show. Guys, <laughs> we had a plan of going an hour so and five minutes. <laughs> I told you. An hour and 52 minutes later and some incredible comments. We are going to wrap this. Thank yes. you to all for tuning in. Hold Wait, you're going to tell them about the thing? We already did it first thing. For the Eagles? Yeah, don't forget the yeah. link. Yeah, we did it. Don't forget the link is all over all of our social medias. Buy tickets. We're going to hang out at the um, Commander Tower, whatever it's called. Wait, hold on. I just want to say something really quick. I, did you guys talk about the helmets, the black helmets? No, nah, we, we didn't. didn't. We didn't. We didn't oh. get a okay, hold on. I had a whole. Hold on. Hold wait, on. I just want to say this because I posted it on Twitter. I had a I list. Don't know we didn't if do anybody, these things. <laughs> if anybody noticed, but the logo is the old one, not the new one. Yeah, we know that. They they weren't changing that shit. That's I'm so no. I'm saying like because remember they put it out there and everybody was like, oh, yeah, "Fuck right, no!" Right. And they and they they should have and could have put it right there on the helmet where it goes, but they didn't. Were they, are they made by Oakley? Is that why there's the eyes? No, they look the like, Oakley is for the visor. Okay, because it looks like where the eyes go, but they're bulging, so it like freaks me out. But uh, those helmets are sick. Anyway, the point Listen, is real quick, real, real quick before we go in there. First of all, if you guys commented tonight, we was over like a hundred comments. On oh my God, it was amazing. It was amazing. You guys, Adam, Max, uh, Omnipatient. Uh, well, I got to keep going. I got to keep going. I got to keep going. Ollie. Ollie commented. Ollie. Phil commented. Potter. I mean, yeah. the, the list was absurd. It was so good. Oh, Potter was on here? Yeah. Oh. Listen, guys, you guys are absolutely amazing. Um, we don't do this without you guys. You know, we don't, we don't, we're not able to have this show without your feedback. I know it's sometimes a pain in the butt to get on Facebook to watch it or go on YouTube to watch it, um, to make your comments. But thank you guys for what you guys do. This is a, like, this is the best part of my Monday. I'm not even gonna lie. Like getting to hang out with, with Chip and sometimes T. Um, but we appreciate you guys. Hey, and, Phil. And Edward as well. And Edward and Christopher. Yep. Uh, shout out to I mean, it was, it was great. This was Look, we, we always like put up a list together and we're going to do our show. But what ends up happening, and it's every single week, is we literally just – we spent a half an hour on the union. It's exciting. Do you want to talk about things that were not on my planned list? Also, Thanks. let's just – I just want a quick reminder and shout out for me. Um, football season's coming up, guys. Are you going? Oh, yeah. are you in the fantasy league? What's up? Talk to me. Well, not that, but I just I more meant um for my weekly commentary. <laughs> um, 
<laughs> the weekly pickoff is coming back for season Lock two. Lock and load, guys. Why are we doing this? Lock and load because they've got new helmets, no, new everything. Don't say new it. New costumes. I'm excited. They're costumes. Why'd you say it? <laughs> Yo, yeah, you want me to dog Dude. on the commanders this year? Because I am. Can we be real about this real quick? Let me just throw this out there. Can I be a part of the pickoff? Because I want to be able to put my picks yeah. in before my Yeah. No, you are. Show. I'll send and, you. You'll get. You'll get the spreadsheet see, too. And I haven't said this online yet, but I can't wait for you to join us fantasy league. So I want to. I want to beat you very badly. We're gonna throw down. I know. Very I sometimes I'm, I'm in the comments, but I'm here today. Listen very badly. I'm going to beat you. Listen, if you're gonna do the impression, please don't. That's not do this house. That's not none. No, no, no politics at all. Little Cardi. I I brought up. What's his name? Uh, um, anybody. I don't care. Rush, I brought up Rush Limbaugh. And we skirted right past that. Skirt. I'm Chip. This is Mrs. That's true. And I'm good. Peace out. Go, birds. Oh,